I'd like to ask if Brother Daniel Crosby would like to come and lead us in consideration of Psalm 145. Please open your Bibles with me to Psalm 145. Amen. I will read and follow along with me, please. I will extol thee, my God, O King, and I will bless thy name forever and ever. Every day will I bless thee, and I will praise thy name forever and ever. Great is the Lord, and greatly to be praised, and his greatness is unsearchable. One generation shall praise thy works to another, and shall declare thy mighty acts. I will speak of the glorious honor of thy majesty, and of thy wondrous works. And men shall speak of the might of thy terrible acts, and I will declare thy greatness. They shall abundantly utter the memory of thy great goodness, and shall sing of thy righteousness. The Lord is gracious and full of compassion, slow to anger and of great mercy. The Lord is good to all, and his tender mercies are over all his works. All thy works shall praise thee, O Lord, and thy saints shall bless thee. They shall speak of the glory of thy kingdom and talk of thy power. To make known to the sons of men his mighty acts and the glorious majesty of his kingdom. Thy kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and thy dominion endureth throughout all generations. The Lord upholdeth all that fall, and raiseth up all those that be bowed down. The eyes of all wait upon thee, and thou givest them their meat in due season. Thou openest thine hand, and satisfiest the desire of every living thing. The Lord is righteous in all his ways, and holy in all his works. The Lord is nigh unto all them that call upon him, to all that call upon him in truth. He will fulfill the desire of them that fear him. He he also will hear their cry and will save them. The Lord preserveth all them that love him, but all the wicked will he destroy. My mouth shall speak the praise of the Lord, and let all flesh bless his holy name forever and ever. Amen. I'm not going to be able to hit on all the verses in this psalm, but I'm going to hit a number that stuck out to me over the past couple of weeks as I have thought about this psalm. I want to start with verse 2 and the first two words. Every day. Not just on Sunday. Not just when things are going good for us. Not when it's convenient. But Lord, every day we should be blessing and praising your name. A day that's wasted, we're going to have to give an answer very shortly to the Lord for a day that we did not bless and praise his name. Moving on to verse 4. One generation shall praise thy works to another and shall declare thy mighty acts. The generation after us is watching and they're picking up things on what we talk about. What's the generation in your household picking up from you? Are they picking up that you're a complainer, that you're discontent with life? Or are they hearing you praise the Lord for everything that's in there? In the, in the Old Testament, in the Bible times that we hear of, it was the men's responsibility to teach their children of the Lord. They didn't have this precious gift of the Word of God. It was to be counted on fathers teaching their children. We have the Word of God now, which we should be teaching our children, but we also have things in our own lives. The Lord has been very kind to us. Are you teaching your children the things of the Lord? Are you praising His name every day? Right. Skipping down to verses 8 and 9, I'm not a very smart person, but I know I can't comprehend what these verses say. The Lord is gracious and full of compassion, slow to anger and of great mercy. The Lord is good to all, and His tender mercies are over all His works. We as a church love to talk about His tender mercies, but we can't fully comprehend His tender mercies. 
They're beyond what we can even imagine. You know, do you think on, when you read through a psalm, do you think on what each of these are saying? There are six character traits here of the Lord that he fulfills 100% perfectly. Anybody we know that's gracious is only doing it in a sinful way, and they're not anywhere near what this is. You know, I look at these, and the one that sticks out the most to me is being slow to anger. I know I've done things in my life the Lord should have cast me down and utterly destroyed me. But no, he's slow to anger and allows me to repent for my sins. These next few verses talk about the majesty and everlasting dominion of our Lord, which I'm sure will be touched on today. But I want to skip down to verses 14 through 16. The Lord upholdeth all that fall and raiseth up all those that be bowed down. The eyes of all wait upon thee, and thou givest them their meat in due season. Thou openest thine hand and satisfiest the desire of every living thing. We are talking about a great and majestic Lord who is taking personal care of us. He's talking about every living thing, but he especially means those who he loves and has called. Lord, thank you. We cannot understand it, but we we thank you for what we do understand about your gloriousness. Moving on to verse 17. The Lord is righteous in all his ways and holy in all his works. The first thing that popped into my head when I saw this was thinking of Romans 9. The question is, is there unrighteousness with God? God forbid. We are more than happy and grateful and praise the Lord that he was, didn't consult us and he made a decision for our salvation. We are thankful for that. But are we going to complain about the stupid little decisions that we don't understand in our little world that don't go the way we want? God forbid. Amen. The Lord is 100% righteous and holy. So when yes. things don't go the way you think they should, praise the Lord anyways because we've still won. Verse 18 is, I believe, one of the most precious promises in all the Bible to me. The Lord is nigh unto all them that call upon Him, to all that call upon Him in truth. We all desire a friend or a companion to be with us and to be there for us when we need it. But at the very best, anybody in this life is on the same capabilities we are or less. What, what is this saying? We spent a number of verses talking about the great and terrible works and of his glorious majesty. And he's telling us that he will be nigh unto us if we call upon him. Lord, thank you. And verses 19 and 20 are in the same vein. He will fulfill the desire of them that fear him. He also will hear their cry and will save them. The Lord preserveth all of them that love him, but all the wicked will he destroy We should love and fear the Lord because He created us. That should be the end of it. We should have to love and fear Him just because. We should love and fear the Lord because He has given us everlasting life and eternal salvation with Him. But what does He do? As He does many times in the Bible, He adds more promises and blessings if we will but do what is our reasonable service. If we will love and fear Him, He will preserve us. He will hear our cry and save us. And then he's going to fulfill our desires because we're doing what is our reasonable service. Lord, thank you. Amen. Finally, verse 21, my mouth shall speak the praise of the Lord and let all flesh bless his holy name forever and ever. All flesh will bless his name one day forever and ever. But we are special creatures. We were given a mouth. We were given an ability in a unique way to praise the Lord. What are we doing with that? Are we talking about the stupid things that get us caught up in this world? God forbid once again. But the Lord did more than that. He attached a blessing to it. A couple blessings, actually. 
when we speak on the praise of the Lord, as children of God, we're the most happy and content in life. The best conversations I've ever had with anybody is when I'm at one with the Lord and we're talking on the Lord's thanks. But not only that, he's also got a book of remembrance of those who speak and think on his thanks. It's a win-win for us. Why do we waste time talking about anything else? I hope these couple of points have prick something in your heart. I hope that we will use our tongues and our mouths to praise the Lord. It's our reasonable service, and that we will use them to teach a generation after us the great things of the Lord. Thank you.